Hey, this is Tony Kramer, product specialist with RDO Equipment Company, and you are listening to the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Every day, there are phenomenal advancements being made in the field of agriculture technology. RDO Equipment Company is a leader in agriculture equipment and precision agriculture technology and is here with industry experts bringing the latest news and information from RDO and John Deere. Thanks for joining us on the Agriculture Technology Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. This is episode number 99, and today we are going to be talking about orchard equipment and some of the technology that's being adopted in that industry. Before we dive into the show, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already. You can subscribe to the show on the many podcasting apps that we're streaming this out to. It's on Apple's podcasting app, Stitcher, Overcast, SoundCloud, as well as many others. While you're there, drop us a review. We'd love to hear what you think about the show. Lastly, make sure to follow RDO Equipment Company on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and catch all of our latest videos on YouTube. You can also follow me on Twitter, at RDOTonyK. Now with that, let's get back to the show. I'm really excited to welcome back Jason Kreps. Uh, Jason, uh, some of you may know he was on an episode back uh, actually three years ago. Uh, it's crazy to think how long we've been going with this podcast now. But back on episode 26, uh, Jason was a guest on the show talking about the My Maintenance app. So if you haven't heard that one, go back and listen to that show. But uh, it's of no correlation to what we're going to be talking to today. Jason is now a regional sales manager for RDO Equipment out in the Pacific Northwest. Thanks for joining us on the show today, Jason. To get started, let's hear again a little more about you and your background and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, thanks, Tony. appreciate uh, the opportunity to be back on the show. I've uh, been with RDO Equipment Company for just about 12 years now. Uh, spent some time in our credit collections department uh, and then spent the last, uh, well, up until a year ago, spent time in about four or five years in our technology department, uh, working with uh, JD Link and uh, other other technologies to keep customers' fleet connected uh, to, to the cloud and to JD Link. Um, about a year ago, had the opportunity to to try something a little different and came out to the the northwest as a sales manager uh, to really spearhead our orchard and vineyard uh, markets. John Deere has a new new tractor and some new products out specializing in that area and and with my you know, my knowledge of of technology and and some of those other things uh, and, and passion for the company, it was uh, just a great opportunity and. Uh, it's been a great next step for myself. All right, let's dive into this show, Jason. Orchard equipment. So I think about orchard equipment or or harvest out in an orchard, and I think maybe maybe traditional going out with a, a basket and picking everything by hand. And now we we don't have a whole lot of orchards here in the Red River Valley where where I'm at, but I know out in the Pacific Northwest and Washington State, you guys have a lot of orchards out there. Uh, let's just talk, start from the beginning. There really hasn't been much technology in the orchard industry. Why is that? You know, one of the things that I've, I've really noticed, uh, and it's, it's changed even a lot in the, in the year that I've been here, but historically, uh, the, you know, the cost of technology was always, you know, probably a little higher than, than what some people want to pay. Um, there was always, and there was always enough people to, to get the job done. It was, um, you know, from what I've heard and people I've talked to, 
you know, they, they were just kind of okay doing things the way they've always done it. Uh, cause it, cause it worked. It was, it was proven, you know, some of the other, the other reasons, you know, for the lack of technology that I've seen is, um, the, the orchard blocks, uh, weren't always planted uniformly. So they're, you know, it was hard to, uh, mechanicize anything or mechanize anything to really, you know, easily integrate technology into, into the orchard. Is it safe to say that the, the orchard industry is a pretty, I mean, it's a specialty market, so maybe there hasn't been much focus just because of, of the size of the market? You know, that, that's definitely a, a fair assessment. You know, it's one of those areas that uh, out here, you know, it's really, really taken off over the past, you know, 15 uh, 15 or so years and, and Washington's now, you know, one of the, one of the leading producers in, in apples and, and a few other, uh, specialty crops. And yeah, there really hasn't been kind of that, that big focus, uh, on the production and some of those, uh, cost saving measures as there have been in, in other industries. So over these past few years where the, the orchard industry has really been growing and making changes, what, what are those changes? What is changing today that is kind of increasing the integration of technology into the orchard industry? One of the biggest things that I've noticed is uh, how quickly new apple varieties are actually coming out. Uh, historically, there was, you know, uh, you know, the Granny Smith and the Red Delicious uh, you know, and a couple other apple types. Now there's, you know, 80 to a hundred different apple varieties. And, and so, you know, a lot of producers are tearing out old, old orchards and planting, uh, planting new trees, you know, planting the latest and greatest uh, different apple varieties. The biggest benefit that has come from that is the ability for new plantings and for them to be planted uniformly using trellis and, and really training the trees to grow in a more efficient manner. Uh, it's not just a tree that you would plant and, you know, kind of just like you'd plant in your backyard and let do its thing. In these orchards, they're planting them very, uh, they're using GPS now to plant them in, uh, in a picture-perfect straight row. They're using trellising to, to hold the branches uh, where, they, where the producer or grower wants them to be so they can easily be pruned and and picked uh throughout the season so you know just different adoptions in and how the the orchard is planted is really uh, i think really opened the door for uh, some more technology to come in is it also a, a factor of labor is adding technology kind of like in in large ag or traditional agriculture adding some of this technology can help reduce some of the labor stress that we have out there. Is that also happening in the orchard industry? Yes. Uh, labor's getting harder and harder to find, you know, the, the two biggest costs that any, any producer will have are chemical costs and people. So if we can help control and offer some solutions to help control and minimize both of those, you know, we can really help, help that producer become, you know, become more efficient um, and, you know, bring a little bit more to, to the bottom line. Let's talk about what you guys are doing out there in Washington with, with the RDO stores out there. What are some of the technologies that you are promoting to integrate into the orchard equipment? 
we got a couple couple things that we've started off with. Um, we have, you know, and basically both have derived from technologies that we've traditionally used in our in our normal large ag row crop sectors. Um, we we're partner with uh, Surefire, and they offer a rate controller that we're able to uh, put on uh, customers' existing orchard sprayer, so it doesn't have to be be the latest and greatest sprayer. Uh, we can can retrofit it to to almost any uh, orchard sprayer, but uh, what it will do is help reduce operator error by adding in some some speed sensors. Uh, you can can control you know help better control the the rate at which your your spray is coming out. Uh, traditionally, uh, an orchard would spray at a set mile per hour, so they'd spray at say two and a half miles per hour. Well, a lot of these orchards are planted on hills, so it's not easy to hold two and a half miles an hour when you're going up or down a hill. So there's always uh, over or under applying, you know, so by adding in this rate controller, you can go three and a half miles an hour or you can go two miles an hour and still apply the same rate. Uh, one of the other options that we have is uh, basically taking uh, the technology off our our large deer sprayers and and bringing in displays and receivers uh, where you can you can even take that take that rate controller to to the next level. So we can add things like uh, shut off or valve shut off control where or suction control where you can you know have it spray one side of the orchard and not the other where you can have it spray the left side of your row and not the right side of your row. Um, you can help prevent overlap if you have two sprayers going in the same field. They can share coverage maps, uh, so you can make sure that you don't go down the same row twice. Uh, and it'll also shut off your sprayer at the end of each row, so you're not spraying excess at the end or at the the beginning of a row. So, uh, really, some some cool ways to reduce some of that operator operator error. And then, and then you can see all this in the operations center. So there's there's those historic maps of that data where you can can go back and see, you know, hey, did we really apply as much as we thought we were gonna? Are there weak spots within the orchard that maybe got got missed? And uh, really takes that that operation to to the next level. Really, you guys are not you're not reinventing the wheel by any means. You're you're utilizing or seeing the opportunity of taking technology that's been in traditional row crop or commodity crops and you're bringing it into the orchard industry. Exactly. You know, we're not, uh, not reinventing a wheel. And one of the things I was able to, you know, bring with, with my background is like, Hey, the, the technology is there. Uh, we just got to, got to figure out how to get it on these, you know, these smaller orchard tractors and orchard sprayers. So uh, it's, it's been great. And then uh, John Deere's now come along with a weatherproof uh, display as well. So uh, for all the, the open station units, we have, you know, we have something that that's going to be a little more weatherproof uh, and, and give that just have a little bit more durability than a traditional display would. Yeah, that 4240 John Deere display is a really cool display, and it definitely has a fit on those open station tractors in the orchard and, and vineyard industry. 
What exactly is RDO doing to help promote this adoption of technology? I I can't imagine it's easy. We talked at the beginning of the show about how traditionally there was no technology in orchard equipment, and uh, it's really grown over the past couple years. What are we doing as RDO Equipment Company to help promote this? So one of the things that's required of anybody that uh, applies or is running a sprayer is they have to get pesticide credits. Um, And one of the things we've done is we've held or hosted a couple of those events. So um, what we'll do is uh, we usually partner with a a local school uh, that will will teach the class. Um, And then they'll go through their portion of the day, give everybody some lunch. And then after that, we'll talk about uh, you know, some of our, our tractors and technology for the orchard market. So helping, helping try to grow, grow some awareness that way. Another great resource we have is uh, we have a, a product specialist uh, that is dedicated to, to the orchard and, and vineyard market. So uh, this individual, he's, he offers bilingual uh, support, which is, which is great. He knows the, the technology just, just inside and out. So he's able to help ask questions to figure out where those pain points are uh, and really get that company, you know, trained up and get all their operators trained up. So they're, everybody's comfortable with it. You know, it's one of the scariest things with adopting technology is knowing how to use it. Uh, and we feel that having a product specialist really gives us the upper hand because we can, can really make a customer feel uh, completely at ease with, with the product and then knowing that they have, uh, support after the after the purchase as well. And that product specialist that you're talking about, uh, we were chatting before we started recording here. He's actually out doing a demo right now. Is that, isn't that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's out with a customer that's uh, looking at a new uh, John Deere uh, 5075 GL orchard tractor. And uh, uh, he's out with our account manager and making sure that, yeah, that operator uh, is is up to speed and knows, what, uh, knows what's going on. So yeah, it's it's awesome. Great to see. Then we also have a, a local agronomist and, you know, she, she covers, you know, kind of the, the large, large egg side, um, but then the specialty crop as well. And so uh, being able to leverage, uh, leverage an agronomist uh, just to help, you know, talk about other things like, you know, such as like global gap, some of the regulations that are coming into the, the orchard and these, the specialty crop market. Uh, so she's able to talk on that and she's able to help keep us you know up to speed and aware of of changes and help know it's kind of coming you know over the next few years so we can make sure that we're we're as knowledgeable as uh, as possible it's awesome to hear everything that rdo out in the northwest is doing to help promote this adoption of technology um, I'm sure it's not easy to, to get out there and do it, but it's awesome to hear that you guys are, are promoting it in many different ways with the technology that you've got out there in some of these orchards or vineyards, there's gotta be a success story with a customer that you could share with us here about, uh, maybe some of the wins that are out there. One of the first ones that we had, uh, myself and the account manager were, we're talking with the customer and, you know, he was you know, just really, you know, struggling with chemical costs and, uh, and talking about, you know, how much money he spends every season on that. And we started talking about rate controllers and what we can, can do there. And, uh, and he's like, Oh, that's, you know, he's, he's interested, you know, kind of piqued the interest. And like, so we're, we, uh, we set up a second meeting 
like, Hey, okay. We know, we know enough to be dangerous, but let's get, uh, let's hook you up with, with Jay, our product specialist. Uh, so he can really, really take you through the, you know, the nuts and bolts of, of what the system can do. So, so Eric and Jay had went, went back out to the customer and started talking about, you know, a couple different options of, of rate controllers and things we can do for, for him and his company in the orchard. And, uh, he purchased, uh, the Surefire system and, uh, it put that on one of his older, older sprayers. And we were able to get that, get that dialed in. Uh, Jay did some training with, uh, with the owner and his, his team to, to make sure everybody was kind of up to speed on everything. And then, you know, Jay's made a couple, couple touch points throughout this, this season with, with the customer, making sure everything's, you know, still working properly and, and he's, you know, getting good use out of the, the data that he's able to get off of that rate controller. And Jay's helping the customer put together some good data points so they can potentially invest in uh, several more of these to uh, outfit all of their sprayers uh, at the end of the season. So uh, really, really cool to see uh, lots of really good feedback from, from him so far. And the Surefire system, it's, you know, very easy to use. And, uh, and like I said, having the, the support of Jay. So if, if the, something does go wrong, we got somebody right there that can, can take care of them. If someone is interested in learning more about some of this technology that's being adopted or, or some of the stuff that you guys are doing out there in Washington state, who can they talk to? Where can they go to learn more? So one thing we're working on is, you know, as we get more and more into this market is producing some content. So uh, we do have a, a couple different YouTube videos out there right now on our audio equipment company page, uh, talking about sprayers and some of the different technology and rate controllers. You can follow me on Twitter at RDO Jason K or contact one of your, one of your local Washington or Oregon RDO equipment company stores and ask for your product specialist and we'll get, get you taken care of. Awesome. I just want to thank you, Jason, for taking the time again to uh, sit down and chat with me uh, about some orchard equipment. It's really neat to see what you guys are doing in the equipment or the technology that you're utilizing to better the orchard industry. It's been a lot of fun. I appreciate it. And uh, can't wait wait to share some more success stories with you and, uh, and where we take this. Visit rdoequipment.com backslash podcast to listen to new episodes and catch up on any that you have missed. You can also listen and subscribe to our podcast on any device or streaming service.